Arizona Sports, the local sports leader, Bickley and Murata. Social Studies, brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realties, higherprice.com. Oh, it's time for some social studies. We've been so packed with guests for Newsmakers Week. Social studies has kind of been haphazard, but let's finish strong today, Sarah. Let's go. Let's do this. Welcome into social studies, everybody. We've got, uh, it looks like, uh, quite a few new followers this week from all of the fantastic Newsmakers Week coverage that we've provided on Twitter, at Bickley underscore Murata. So, hi, hello, welcome, thank you, and we do this thing on Twitter, too, social studies. And please don't unfollow us once you see Jarrett's Photoshop work for the Sports Kebab <laughs> later on today. Oh, they're in for a surprise. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's get going on social studies again on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata. Now, let's start out with the Arizona Cardinals. We had Jonathan Gannon on, uh, I think it was 745 this morning. We had Monty Austinfort on yesterday. Uh, Michael Bidwell as well. So a lot of uh, great Cardinals personalities joining us on the show this week. And as the Cardinals continue to build out the coaching staff, open-ended question, guys. What is the most important quality for a coaching staff to have? The most important? Yes. For I've coaching heard, staff as a whole. I've heard from a lot of people that would say age. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, uh, kind of the theme of the day, consistency of message. Like that. Yeah. Uh, I would say clarity, consistency is a good word. And yeah, clarity as far as what's expected of you, mm-hmm. how you're going to get there, yeah. all that good stuff. Right. All right, let's get to some of our listener responses. We have... A- <laughs> Brian says, game clock knowledge. (laughs) Ouch. Uh, It's a joke, but it's not. But also true. It is important. Uh, Eric Jensen says, the ability to get the most out of people. The ability to lead and motivate, says Rebecca Etnier. Pretty similar. Or maybe it's Etnier. Are you French, Rebecca? Let me know. Uh, Accountability, says Sarah Martinez. Uh, Corpse Shasta says, you got to be bald slash have a shaved head. I don't want these guys wasting a second thinking about their hair. The bald slash shaved head frees up hair time for football time. I, I think with the Steve Jobs of hair, the head coach, um, there's, you know, there's not much of a hairstyle right. there. Offensive coordinator. No, not a no. lot of hair there. And GM. I know Nick Raw, uh, Monty. Yeah. And yeah. Nick Rawls kind of had a little bit of the buzz cut, too, but he was, he had a hat on. See, that's how you know they're committed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's get to this one. <laughs> From Ken AZ. I really liked this one. It's concise, but it's impactful. Ken AZ says you have to command respect, don't demand respect, right? Because there is a difference. When you're commanding, you don't have to ask anyone to respect you. It's just inherent. It's understood. That difference of a few letters makes a big difference in meaning. You're, You're exactly right. How about this one from Frosty Punch? What is the most important quality for a coaching staff to have? The ability to quote a relevant Caddyshack reference. Huge. Mm-hmm. Huge. In the Valley of the Sun? Yeah. You better know. Well, that that means Dan Bickley is going to be a leading coach candidate. I sent boys cycle. younger than you to the gas chamber. Didn't want to. Felt I owed it to them. them. <laughs> I still haven't seen that. Can I be your offensive coordinator? <laughs> yes, you're hired. You're hired. All right, moving on to you. In a couple ne- years, I'll have that this, hair thing down, too. <laughs> this summer. No, you've got a great head of hair, Vince. This summer, if things get sort of uh, slowed down a little bit with the crazy news cycle, we should reinstitute the 
a way too late movie review for movies we all haven't seen because Sarah just said she still has not seen Caddyshack. I feel like I've seen the whole thing. Well, that's played true. out in You've front heard of all me the four lines. hours every day. Yeah, I took my son to see Caddyshack. You'll be uh, yeah. When, you'll when, be when movie theaters open back up. He had never seen it before, and he's like, now I know all those references. Yeah, that I would say I would say don't watch it, Sarah. You're no? gonna walk away going, what are those guys? What's the matter with them? Oh. What they like about that? So just just enjoy. It's a little of its time. I was just gonna say yes, it is. Okay, got it. Is it like when I watched Clueless back for the first time in 20 oh, years and good. I was very disappointed? That's Have very you watched 90s. it recently? No. That's not. Yeah. I saw her on the Super Bowl, though. Yeah. We do love Alicia Silverstone. Okay. As if. Moving on to our next question. <laughs> Uh, we talked with Jerry Colangelo yesterday, the godfather of Valley Sports. What a tremendous uh, nickname and uh, title to hold. And he said that he thinks the stars could be aligned for the Phoenix Suns this year to finally win a title, something they were not able to do uh, under his leadership. We asked our listeners, first, to keep it clean. But secondly, what is the longest you've ever waited for something that you've really wanted, that you've really anticipated? What was that thing, and, and was the wait worth it? Mm. Something that you've waited for that actually wound up happening. So not a Suns championship. Uh, I, I could be really dark, but I'll, I won't go down that road right oh, now. Oh, no. <laughs> Still I'm waiting. Um, <laughs> impending death. People, people the of my... release of death. No! People of my age um, who grew up with very limited options in video games, there was a baseball board game played with dice called APBA or APA yes. Baseball. People of my generation know it well. It was a phenomenal game. It was incredibly realistic, but it was also just dice and imagination and Oof. boards and all this stuff. And I remember at one point in time writing a letter to a video game company pleading with them to make a video game for a baseball game to turn this figment of my imagination into actual graphics because there were no baseball video games at the time. And the baseball video games that have come out have exceeded my expectations of that little dork who wrote a letter telling telling a video game company when there's a will, there's a way! Make it happen! And they responded by going, Shut up, dork! Shut up, dork, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have an actual answer, Vince? I really don't. Okay, that's fine. Our listeners have plenty. Uh, something that people waited well, for a Stephanie long, long Hawkers time. Stephanie things out the window. Oh. Still waiting on the proposal answer. I don't How know. do you feel about Costa Rica? I, don't know. <laughs> I hear it's beautiful this time of year. I don't, know if that, I don't know if that one's dead yet. <laughs> oh, got a chance. Oh, okay, okay, How do you feel okay, about okay. Swiss bank accounts? <laughs> oh, okay, getting to some of our listener responses. Something our, our listeners have waited for a long time. They finally got it. Was it worth it? Dave Leonard says, I played golf for 17 years before getting my first hole-in-one. Wow, that's a great one. It was worth it 20 years later. He says he still has not had another. Oscar Chip says uh, he and his partner could not have kids due to infertility. Uh, at 39, they were able to adopt a baby girl. She has brought a new, unrealized, and unequaled happiness. Watching her grow has been the greatest gift. All right. that you, Nobody's beating that answer. Okay, but wait. Can we just get to this last one real quick? AZ Kid. I waited three hours for my now wife to show up at the altar. One of her bridesmaids had a meltdown. 
and the bride had to comfort her. What? what? But it was worth it. That's what I said. I hope. Bridesmaid, this is not is, your day to melt okay, down. Now, is that the most self-obsessed person in the history of the planet? That's the worst bridesmaid, bridesmaid in the history of... Bridesmaid the had to melt down. history in the history of bridesmaid. And I hope the bride at least texted the groom. He well, wasn't I, just waiting for three hours not knowing. I don't I don't know if that was in play. I don't know yeah. what year this happened. Hey, if I'm the groom, I'm, my first question is, hold on, time out here. She's more important than me. Right. And also, I'm out here. Wait, is she really going to stand up here after pushing yeah. this thing back for three Whoa, hours? Yeah. Get out of here. Sarah, I yes. know sometimes when when it uh, lends itself to it, you follow up with people on, on social media about the more story. Yeah. This is one of those you need to dig into. Okay, I will. AZ Kid, I'm going to be tweeting you. <laughs> yeah. Weird stuff. Can you imagine? I'm glad you finally got to, you know, the, the, the nuptials, but geez. Yeah, right? Read the room. That's what I said. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you, Sarah. Thank Thanks you, guys. you chimed in on uh, social studies today at Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter, where that all goes down. Coming up next, believe it or not, our final guest of Newsmakers Week 2023, GCU head men's basketball coach Bryce Drew joins us in studio to cap things off here on Bickley and Murata Mornings, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Newsmakers Week with Bickley and Murata Mornings. Yeah, Newsmakers Week 2023. It's been busy. It rolls on as we get an in-studio visit from the uh, head coach of GCU men's basketball, Bryce Drew, joins us here at the Auction Community Studios. Bryce, thanks for coming in. Great to see you. Hey, thank you. Great to be with you guys. Thanks for letting me uh, back clean up here yeah. and uh, be the last one of the morning. <laughs> yeah. We always save the best jump shooter for last. That's what we say around here, Bryce. I'm looking at the list of guests. Uh, you know, Bobby Bobby Hurley might have a problem with that, but I think probably a better shooter. Uh, Bobby Hurley Bobby. was more of a playmate. He, uh, he yeah. didn't have the release that yeah. this guy did. Right? We, we, Bobby played defense. I'll play offense. That's right. It would be, right. be a great combination. That's right. Uh, three games remaining in your in your regular season. Uh, as you head down the stretch, how would you sum up where your team is getting ready and maybe another NCAA tournament bid? You know, we, I think we played our best game of the year. Uh, last Friday, we were on uh, ESPN and, and uh, had our best offensive game uh, in school history. Scored 94 points. Um, anytime you score 94 points and you win, uh, it's a fun night. So, uh, lots of smiles in the locker room. Um, you know, it's been a challenging year. We've had a lot of injuries, a lot of ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to win the conference regular season championship. We are not going to do that this year, which is disappointing. Um, but we have an aggressive plan. We can't wait for the offseason. And uh, and we're going to have the best team in school history next year. Those are our plans right now. Yeah, now Let's 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 focus on that for a minute because it has been told to us that you've got some some big time recruits coming in that next year might be very special for the Lopes. You know we have uh, all five starters back next year, uh, plus a preseason player of the year who's been hurt this year. Yeah. So right now on paper we have basically two that could be the two preseason player of the year picks for next year, and then we still have portal recruiting, which um, we have a tremendous plan. Uh, we've worked with the president. We got a tremendous plan that we can't wait to attack here in a few weeks. So um, we're optimistic. Hopefully we'll have three players that'll be battling for player of the year next year. On that subject, we we spoke to Brian Mueller yesterday, the president of GCU, and he was kind of the one that tipped us off to the bright future of GCU basketball. But he talked about um, being in a great place from an NIL standpoint. And that's something, look, it's a, it's a big part of the sport now. How difficult has that transition been for you as a head coach at the Division One level? You, you know, uh, being in the weeds of it every day, um, you know, for the last two decades, basically, of college, 
college basketball. Um, it's it's so different uh, since we talked. You know, the very first day I got hired. Yeah, I mean, like we could have never never projected no. what it would look like two and a half years later with the portal, with NIL, um, just how how, how the, the rules of engagement have totally changed um, in recruiting. And that's why I'm thankful to be at GCU with such a progressive president in school that's giving us what we need to be successful. And um, we're going to take what they're giving us. And and again, we're looking forward to to really being aggressive, you know, in a lot of areas to mm-hmm. make our program, again, be a national contender. Well, if they had NIL back in your day, how much would have you have charged <laughs> your dad to play for him? It will. Well, if uh, NIL was back then, I don't know if I'd be sitting here. Hopefully I'd have made enough in NIL right. in college right. that, that I'd be on the other end with you guys here, do, doing the show. <laughs> here's, here, here's the interesting thing. The other thing that Brian said is a corollary to that. He thinks that the NIL now, the industry has gotten their arms around it to the point now where, where this is going to incentivize pe- kids to actually stay in school. So th- that that the old mythology of not having teams together, and, and as Vinny points out, whether you keep them together is another matter, but but having incentive to keep guys three, four years, maybe even five in college basketball, that would be a welcome return to the sport, wouldn't it? It would. I think that's why you see so many good players and good teams at the collegiate level right now. You see so much balance, you know, teams all over beating teams from the top to the bottom in leagues, and that's because you're getting a lot of older players that are staying in college um, and, and obviously the transfer portal has even things out too um, but I totally agree we get so many guys that it happened last year it'll happen again this year that say hey I'm going pro I'm going pro and then all of a sudden they look at the contract that they can make as a pro and they looked at the NIL agreements they can make in college and they're like hold it <laughs> it, it makes a lot more sense for me to stay in college than to go you know go yeah. and try to be a pro right now yeah. Yeah, because you still get the luxury, too, of working on your game. When you get to the pro level, there's a pressure to perform right away, and that you don't have that same ramp up to, to improvement. So I, I think there is a lot of uh, credence to that. Uh, for sure. And uh, you're going to see it more and more, I think, you know, through the years. And the rules are still getting, I think, um, you know, really fine-tuned on the NIL. And I still think there'll be maybe some tweaks here and there on it. Um, but I don't think it's going away, so it's here to stay. So, um, again, I'm so appreciative of our school giving us what we need to be successful because you have to adapt. If you don't adapt, you're, you know, you're not going to be able yeah. to exist to be successful. GCU head basketball coach Bryce Drew, our guest here in the Auction Community Studios. Uh, you mentioned you know you lose the the whack preseason player of the year, Jovan Blackshear. Uh, at, you know he's he's out for the rest of the year with the with the knee injury. How do you think your team has has responded to the loss of Jovan? You know we've battled and we fought. You know I've been really proud of the fight. Um, there's been some setbacks, some really close games that we've lost. That if you win a couple of those, mm-hmm. we're in a totally different position than we are right now. Um, those are learning moments. You know, we've had uh, uh, underclassmen guards, you know, make some mistakes at the end of games. Um, but that's how you get better. That's how you grow. And so we're optimistic that hopefully down the stretch here, they're going to make those winning plays and then carrying that experience into next year, you know, really be productive and, and, and hopefully win, you know, more of these close games. Now, and and obviously what's also unique to your program would be the Havocs and the home court advantage <laughs> that you have. And when we talked about it with Brian, uh, we were all there for that, uh, for that famous game against um, Rick Patino a few years ago when he was like, "Okay, I, I've seen some home court advantages before. I've never heard anything like this. Yeah, it's only gotten better. Yeah, it's it's tremendous. Um, you know, we have the best fans in the country. It's the best atmosphere. You know, I, I love when we have you know friends or people visit and come to a game for the first time and they walk away, they walk away and just you know total shock. You know, from the whole experience. You know, it's not just you know one part of it, but you add the whole entertainment of the whole game. You basically get an NBA type entertainment, but yet with a college type feel. And so it's really cool how the schools kind of incorporated just the the whole havoc and entertainment aspect that makes it so enjoyable for fans. 
Bryce Drew, the head coach of the uh, GCU Lopes, our guest here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Another thing that came up in our discussion with, with President Mueller was just how much the whack has changed over mm. the years. In terms of membership, I think there's been a weeding out process of some of maybe the weaker members. They're gone and replaced by, by stronger programs. And looking at your place, I mean, kind of in the middle of the pack right now because it's so competitive. How do you size up the, the, the strength of the league right now? You know, it, it, it's the strongest, you know, that I've seen, obviously, since I've been in the league just a few years, but I think it's the strongest it's been in, in years. And I think that's a great credit, again, to our president. I think he spearheaded a lot of a lot of the quality teams that have come in the league. And as you look at it and you compare it on a national scene, you know, you guys know basketball and sports. Us in the Atlantic 10 are basically neck and neck for being ranked where we are as conferences 12 and 13 in the country. Mm-hmm. When I took the job, we were in the mid-20s. Now we're all the way up to 13, and we were 12 earlier in the year. And so you take teams like Loyola, Chicago, Davidson, Richmond. These are teams in the bottom half of, of the A-10, A-10 yeah. which means they'd be in the bottom half of the WAC right now, wow. um, which just speaks to the strength of this conference. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is quite something. Um, when, you, when you look at everything we're talking about in terms of the changing tone of college basketball, we've mentioned um, the good and what might be to come has it fundamentally changed how you can coach kids when there's when when they're getting paid you know, I, I, I think it's um, it matters on the individual. I think it still matters on that. Um, you know, we try to recruit, you know, character. We try to keep recruit, you know, players who, who are coachable, you know, to fit into our culture. Um, but I do think in years to come, that's going to be a challenge, you know, not just for us, but for every school in the country. Um, we don't have quite the, the rules that the professionals do where, you know, you have your, your contract and if you don't live up to it, they can cut you or, or, yeah. you, or you get fined in college. You know, you, you can do whatever you want and you're still going to get your NIL. And so, you know, things uh, until some of that gets, you know, kind of settled, mm-hmm. um, I think you could see what you just said. Maybe some people that take a paycheck and maybe well, shut it down. Or how about a recruit signs an NIL and then you get the recruit and he's not working because he doesn't think he has to because he's getting paid and now you want to bench the kid and now it might be jeopardizing the money. You can, you can only imagine the Pandora's box. Now you're suddenly opening, right? For sure. And, and you know, I, I think, you know, there's going to be issues on every team anywhere you have to deal with. This is just another one, another category you yeah. kind of have to put in. And I've, you know, I, I know, you know, a prominent ESPN announcer and he talked about just traveling around. Now he thought NIL was maybe affecting some team chemistry, kind of what you're right. saying, you know, because you find out, oh, this guy's making this much NIL and I'm making this. Uh-huh. Um, you know, sometimes when you're a pro and you're, you know, 25, 30 years old, it's easier to deal with. But when you're 18 or 19 or 20, um, you don't have maybe an agent, you don't have, you know, the maturity to understand, you know, the business of right. it all. It's and awesome. so there, there's definitely some balancing. And, and I think it adds another hat as a coach that you need to put on and, and be able to handle within your program. GCU head coach Bryce Drew, our guest in studio. In uh, your first year, and you, you mentioned it when, when you took over, it was a weird time for college mm-hmm. basketball, a weird time for the world, basically. But your first year, you get that taste of the NCAA tournament. You had been there as a player uh, and, and uh, you know, obviously following up on that experience. But how much do you use that as a carrot to your current teams that, you know, this this program is capable of that uh, and and let's get back there. How much do you mention that? Um, you know, we definitely talk about it. Your goal every year is is you know make the NCAA tournament and and advance. And you know, our first year we uh, won the first conference championship in school history. Went to the tournament for the first time in school history. Mm-hmm. Our and and our second year actually our team was 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 better than our first year. Um, we had a top hundred net, um, the best net in school history. We were just you know 
played a really good team and lost and couldn't make the tournament that year. Yeah. Um, you know, this year, obviously, uh, what we want to do is still ahead of us. We have a chance to make the tournament. Um, but next year, again, like I said, um, we, we are all, all, all heels to the ground and, and ready to go and, and, and turn this thing to a national powerhouse. Nice. All right. In closing, is there anything we have not asked you that you would like to express? Any message you'd like to send? Yes, I, I would love for, for Vince. I want to know how we're going to announce KD at the game. All right. Because uh, I don't know if he's gone through we, it yet. Here, but, we got it. We got but, it. But, but, but I mean, the whole, the whole, the whole valley's wanting to know. We got it. We got it. Go. Here you go. Here you go, Bryce. I'm just hoping it gets here soon. <laughs> you you, you really it? want to hear this? Got it, ferret. Play it, ferret. <laughs> yes, I got it. Okay. Wow, we can hardly wait. <laughs> the anticipation is building, Jer. This is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You got KD. Oh, that's not it. No, that's not Wow. <laughs> wow. Welcome to the Valley, Kevin Durant. It'll be better. Uh, the first time in the starting lineup will be better. It'll be a little better, yeah, yeah. When, when you got thousands of people screaming at the top of their lungs. Exactly, yeah. 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 Be a little more energy. Feed the on the energy. Uh, senior night tonight. Against Seattle, uh, last home game of the year, and then a uh, couple of road games remaining, Southern Utah, Utah Tech, and then the, the WAC tournament. Uh, best of luck, and uh, hopefully the Lopes can punch that ticket to the big dance again. Hey, thank you, guys. Thank you, Bryce. Thank you, Can't Bryce. wait to visit again with you. Yes, Bryce Drew, the head coach of the uh, GCU Lopes, our guest here on Newsmakers Week. Uh, we, we go from straight news to the sports kebab next with Jared Carlin. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Wow. Let's do a poll question, guys. We haven't done a lot of that this week. Go into our website, <laughs> ArizonaSports.com. Well, we've not really had time to, like I said in the update, 25 interviews for Newsmakers Week. Job well done, Dan and Vince. Job well done. We're going to our website, like I said, ArizonaSports.com for our poll question. When will Kevin Durant make his Phoenix Suns debut? Since it won't be tonight, we have one, two, three, four, five options, guys. It'll be Sunday in Milwaukee, March 1st in Charlotte, March 3rd in Chicago, March 5th in Dallas, or March 8th back home in Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, if anybody's been listening to this show recently, they know my crystal ball has been broken for quite some time. <laughs> so uh, I'll just go with the the weight of the reporting and say Wednesday night in Charlotte. That's yeah, when the legend the begins. Vote. I'm just glad they didn't go dark and say he won't play for the Suns ah! this year. <laughs> oh, jeez. After all this. <laughs> all right. Vote placed for March 1st in Charlotte. As a lot of the reporting indicates, 56% went with that option. 19% voted for March 8th against Oklahoma City or later. Sunday in Milwaukee, 17%. March 3rd in Chicago, 6%. March 5th in Dallas, 2%. There you go. Uh, today's Sanderson Ford poll question. You can vote right now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Thank you, Sarah. Are you joking? 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 It's sports news skewered. The sports kebab. Oh, I wonder what kind of material you got to work with this week, Jerry. What have you been concocting back there? Lots of stuff going on. Lots of stuff going on. And, and what a week of newsmakers, guests, and content. Every single day was a big deal. Every day felt like a piece of a super team, you know? Tuesday was like Kevin Durant. Wednesday was like DeAndre Ayton. Thursday was like Chris Paul. Today was like Devin Booker. 
I guess that makes the sports kebab Tory Craig. But <laughs> you no, apologize to Tory no, Craig this second because there is that is no disrespect to Tory Craig because he is solid, he's dependable, he gets it done. But he does come on. Let's be honest. He stands out a bit among the other projected starters. It's like the old days when the cast of Friends would go on double dates and you'd have a table of Jennifer Aniston, Brad Pitt, Courtney Cox, and David Arquette would be there too. So. <laughs> <laughs> but but Tory Craig actually has been sort of the low-key MVP this year, especially having to step up since the trade in the starting lineup because we're still waiting for Kevin Durant to debut. And I'm excited because the prospect of Durant and Booker together seems unstoppable because it's all become about the best duos in the NBA. Vic, you said earlier, the NBA has essentially turned into NBA Jam, right? Mm-hmm. That's true because just like NBA Jam, both it's about the duos and also the fact that all anyone does these days is dunk and shoot three-pointers from just beyond half court. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you think that's bad, how about the NBA All-Star game? The final score was 184 to 175. I mean, Embiid went crazy. Donovan Mitchell went crazy. I'm not saying there was no defense, but I think even Guillermo from the Jimmy Kimmel show had a double-double. <laughs> I mean, this year's NBA All-Star game was like a Bill Simmons column. Oh Long, self-indulgent, not as entertaining as it used to be, and in the end, somehow just about how great Jason Tatum is. <laughs> that was well done. Plus, the Suns didn't have any representatives. I mean, technically, Kevin Durant was an all-star, but he couldn't play. And we're still waiting for his debut. Suns fans are so excited. Come on already. This is torture. I mean, that Durant trade happened so long ago, some members of the Cardinals coaching staff weren't even born yet. <laughs> well done. Well done. Uh, yes, the Arizona Cardinals continue to fill out their coaching staff, and the consistent theme seems to be energy, culture, and and youth, youth, youth. I mean, my goodness, I'm not saying that the staff is young, but there are a few that even Leo DiCaprio says he might date. Oh, wow! <laughs> that is a young coaching staff. But I'm impressed, man. I'm so impressed by everybody so far. All the press conferences, all the interviews we've done. I'm really excited by the hires, especially defensive coordinator Nick Rallis, because his brother is a WWE wrestler, baby. Now, I don't know if you know this, but he is not the first Cardinals head coach with WWE ties. Now, Cliff Kingsbury actually wrestled for a while and had several different ring names. Do you know this? I didn't. No, well, one of them, he he went by Dwayne the No Sock Johnson. (laughs) He went by Macho Manages Timeouts Poorly. (laughs) And, of course, his famous play-calling gimmick, John Screena. Oh, okay. No Sock Johnson's a good name for a band. That's <laughs> true. Uh, but enough about Cliff, because I love the new head coach, Jonathan Gannon. He was awesome uh, early on the show. That was a great interview. If you haven't heard it, look on ArizonaSports.com for that. And he reminds me sort of an old school kind of a guy, a throwback coach. Reminds me of the guys in the 80s. He has the defensive mindset of Mike Ditka. He has the innovative brain of Bill Walsh. He has the sound effect making ability of Michael Winslow. <laughs> and uh, I was going to play the sound effect, but I turned on the wrong spot. 
elsewhere in football, the Panthers introduced their new assistant head coach. The damn disaster. <laughs> Did you see the Panthers introducing their new assistant coach, Dom Capers? Mm, no. Oh, man, this guy, 72 years old, not a gray hair on him. God Amazing, bless him. right? Yeah, that hair was so ridiculous and dark. How ridiculous and dark was Aaron it? Aaron Rodgers just spent four days in it. <laughs> Yes, Aaron Rodgers has emerged apparently today from his darkness hut after four days of solitude. Apparently, the place he stayed in was an underground cave-like structure and had a yoga mat to find inner peace. And did you hear that he might have filmed it? Mm-hmm. Wow. Look, if I want to see someone gooned up on drugs in a cave, I'll go watch Cocaine Bear. <laughs> 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 Have you guys heard about this big new movie, oh, Cocaine yes. Bear? Yeah, man. Oh, I, yeah. I, I wanted to see it, but that was because I thought it was about Jim McMahon's time in Chicago. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I was mistaken, apparently. Now, anyway, we got to wrap up this uh, big, huge newsmakers weekend. Man, it was cool, man. We had so many great guests on, so many great guests come in studio. We had Hall of Famers. We had legends. We had champions. We had Shane Doan. <laughs> and, no, no, no. I, in conclusion, I will say that what a nice guy Shane Doan is and how cool it was to have him in studio today. It was really great. Now, one thing I noticed about Shane Doan is he did not take any of our complimentary food when he was in there. Now, I thought he was just being nice. It turned out he didn't like it because the bagels reminded him of his box scores during his last season playing. Jeez. No, we love Shane. Somewhere Shane is actually laughing at that. Somewhere Shane is turning the car around and coming back to kick this car off. What are doing? He's going to snap like he snapped after the series against the Kings in 2012. I witnessed that. You don't want it. That's the cocaine bear right there. Oh, <laughs> I want to see it. Um, my favorite part, Jarrett, of uh, Jonathan Gannis, uh, Gannon's press conference with Nick Rollis mm, yeah. was when um, Nick Rollis started talking about watching Mad Cat Moss's match on Friday. And yeah. Gannon was like, you should be watching film and <laughs> watching wrestling. That's how. Yeah, that's that's a message to you. It was yes. Mad Cat's first match in quite a while. Yeah. And he got, he did well, but he lost. And thank you also for con- uh, oh, confirming what we thought. What's that? Sports kebab is to comedy what David Arquette is to comedy. <gasps> <laughs> there it is. Uh, the sports yeah, kebab. about timing, baby. Thank you. <laughs> timing was impeccable there. Uh, Jarrett Carlin, Sports Kebab, every Friday at 930. You can follow him on Twitter. At Jarrett GC, J-A-R-R-E-T-T-G-C. And uh, again, we'll apologize in advance for his Photoshop that will accompany uh, the posting of of that particular segment. We're going to wrap up a very busy week next. Newsmakers Week, a smashing success will reflect. Straight ahead here on Bickley and Murata Mornings, here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata, going off the the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Yeah, before we move on to our final thoughts on Newsmakers Week 2023, uh, reflecting back on the the biggest story in sports this week was Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers emerging from his cave. Yeah, I went online and I read about this place, by I the way. Too. They're not underground, Jared. They're above ground. Oh, I thought, I thought okay. Yeah. But I read little, that it was... Little tiny, little tiny individual huts above ground. 
Yes. Uh, the place is called Sky Caves Dark Retreat. Mm-hmm. It was uh, located in Oregon. Um, 300 square foot room. Partially underground structure without oh, light. Okay. So All uh, right. the entrance is probably we above both ground. Right, yeah, Ferret. yeah. Okay. Um, Rogers could turn on the lights to the cabin's self-contained off-grid system to power the ventilation fans. My favorite part of this story is yes, Aaron re- Aaron Rogers' reaction to all the speculation about it mm-hmm. after he put it out there. If you're going to do it, just do it. You don't have to advertise well, everything you do. Yeah. How about that? And now we're going to have we're going to wait and hear about it on yeah. Pat McAfee's podcast. Yes. And now he's. Now with this oh. deep and moving experience, he's, he's more equipped to, uh, you know, make a decision about his future. But I went to the website for Sky Cave Retreats. Yeah. And from what I can tell, I'm not, and maybe I'm generalizing here if I am, sue me. <laughs> okay. Every, every man who's got a testimonial has got a big bushy beard. That's been in the, one of these <laughs> Is Sky that Cave right? Retreats. Yeah. Uh, Did they list prices? I was. That's what I was looking for. And, yeah, how about that? Yeah. One organic meal a day, and, and and you cost them no power at all. Forest. You're sitting in the dark. Forrest says, a grand reminder that this is all there really ever is anyway, and that transformation is accessible in one's own heart. Another, uh, <laughs> another uh, testimonial from Chess. It has been almost a year since my first darkness retreat, and it's difficult to explain how it's impacted me in words. It seems too simple. All I can say is that I have stopped searching. I have everything I need. I'm in... I am everything that I need. This is apparently a, just a transformative experience. Sitting in the dark. Team field trip? For four days. Can we get a group rate? Can we get a group rate? Uh, all right, Newsmakers wow. Week 2023 yeah. in the books. Yeah. Uh, thank yeah. you to everybody who made it possible. Uh, I, uh, nice work, Jarrett. Nice work, Sarah. Great work, Beck. What, what were those three words you just said at the start of that? Nice yeah, I know. work, Jarrett. I'm not familiar with that phrase. <laughs> Learn it. Learn it. Oh, Love it. Love it. I, right. I, I'm going to say this. This was uh, this was sort of a testament to the special nature of actual in-person, in-studio interviews. Yes. As we did our first version, again, uh, Newsmakers Week has been a staple on this radio station, started by Doug and Wolf all those years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did it last year, and we were still kind of in the in the grip of COVID. So we did everything was over the phone. We had no in-studio visits at all. And I walked away from that experience going, it was cool, but it could have been so much better. Yeah. This year was so much better. Yeah. So much. And not everybody came in studio, get it, busy schedules, especially with the Cardinals and all the transition they're undergoing. But And the Diamondbacks with practices. And, and, and yeah, and, and they're already in spring training and gearing up for the season. But, uh, man, it's so much better this year. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. I'm with you there. Yeah. And a uh, long list of people to thank. Uh, all right. Here's the guest list. All right. Should Here I we do go. it in Gambo style? Please. <laughs> let me let me see half of it. Okay, let's see. Here, 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 we, go. here, here, here we go. Here Eric we go. Moses, Jed Fish, Eric Hall, Bill Armstrong, Bobby Harley, Pat Williams, Kenny Dillingham, Javier Gutierrez, Al McCoy, Jim Pittman, Tommy Lloyd. We can't do the whole list. It's sure, we can. <laughs> Marty Austin Ford. Dave Concepcion. Cam Johnson. 
Uh, Tori Lavello, Michael Bidwell, Jerry Foster, James Jones, Ray Anderson, Brian Mueller, Andre Torrini, Latasha Causey, Bobby Dooley, Mike Hazen, Jonathan Gannon, Shane Doan, and Bryce Drew taking up t- today. But thanks to all the organizations for helping as well. The Cardinals, the Coyotes, Diamondback Suns, Mercury, Phoenix Rising FC, Arizona State University, the University of Arizona, GCU, the Waste Management Phoenix Open, WM Phoenix Open, Verbal Fiesta Bowl, and Phoenix Raceway. Man, what a week. Totally agree. Totally agree. I I was thinking that, Jared, I I, I think I see a new career for you. You should be the goalie for Phoenix Rising. You should become sort of like their star. Okay. The guy that, can you play goalie? I mean, people have been kicking stuff at me my whole life. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, I'm going to say it. Nice work, Jared. Thank you. Oh, nice nice work, Great job, Jared. you guys. Yeah, nice work, Sarah. I, 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 Sarah, you always do great work. You're the consistency thing. Okay. Great job, Sarah. Thank you. Great job, Ruthless. Great job, I won't, Vinny. I won't be Same to you. Same to everybody. Um, yeah, that's going to wrap it up. Oh, man, if I didn't have a... If didn't have a Suns game tonight, this would be a perfect day to go for drink a show uh, beer. You guys Man. crushed it. You really did, both yeah. of you. Uh, Wolf and Luke are up next. Have a great weekend, everybody. And we leave you with this. I want to perform like Chick-fil-A does at noon on a Saturday. Where the busier it gets, the better they are. Yeah, well, I want to perform like Chick-fil-A does on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Take the day off. Robbie Anderson changed his name. His first name is now Chosen. That's quite a name to bestow upon oneself. You heard his full name. <laughs> yeah. Not just his first name, though. Chosen to sit on the bench. Actually. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, to sit on the bench. Not since that Bengals wide receiver, Chad Ochozencinco. I just I just don't know what about his performance last season would lead him to that conclusion. He's, he was so bad on the Cardinals, he shouldn't change it to Chosen. He should change it to Rosen. There were several uh-huh. plays where he was out on the field running a route, and he was not the receiver. Receiver chosen on those. No. Remember when he used to come in the studio and hang with us, Ray? Those were the good old days, man. <laughs> yeah, they were the old days, to be sure. Notice he didn't say good. Jonathan Gannon, to his credit, understands the power of communication. The power, yeah, it's easy for me to say. The powers of <laughs> When you watch the All Star game these days, what, what are your thoughts on, on what you're seeing? Who watched it? Corbin Carroll. Carroll. Alec Thomas. George Forster. Google it. Oh, hey. Oh, they, they, they're not looking to get rid of him there, eh? I'm sorry. You're not I'm trading sorry. Okay, we better up that offer, eh? Hey, I think we should Jason Kubel. Ain't that something? A landfill on fire. <laughs> Let's go while we're young. Oh, he scratched my anchor. Welcome to the jungle. We got fun and games. We, we got, got everything, everything you know. Oh, yeah. No, 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 who are you talking to me? Dan Bickley! So, yeah! Pew, pew, pew! I that. find it so unusual and fascinating. I find you unusual and fascinating. Well, fair enough. Out of my freaking I'm, mind. Hey, if you ever want to dork out, I'm your man. More Mac McClung. What the hell is that? It feels like a freaking boy band. Uncle Jared's Comedy Barn. Did we just hire Pee Wee Herman? I'm not a mustard guy at all. No mustard. Because funny, you live you're your quite life the hot, hot dog. dog. Yeah. Oh, hey! Right. I brought up the, the phrase, wash away a lot of the stink. It's a good idea. You ever tried that, Jarrett? I was going to say something, and I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, well.